Louise McSherry on 2FM. It is that time of the week. I maybe my favorite time of the week. It's the time. Oh, look, she's she started already. Um, it's the time of the week where we get to talk about pop culture, and that means what the celebs, what have they been up to, what has been happening in the world of entertainment. And every week, of course, we are guided by a different spiritual and uh, pop cultural guide. And today, our guide is Cassie Delaney um, of the Tall Tales Podcast Production. The oh, Tall Tales yeah. Podcast. Production. That is it. Yeah. yeah, we make podcasts everywhere. <laughs> if you want one, get into it. You um, really do. How many podcasts? Podcasts do you have? Like you've, there's a lot going on there. Oh, there's so many. I've lost count. Yeah, we have loads. All your favorites: Brian Dowling's Death Becomes Um, How to Fall Apart with Leah Hines. Um, you were obviously dive. doing My Pot on Paper also. My Pot on Paper was great. Have so much insight into Love Island. Yeah, it was <laughs> very enjoyable as a queer person to watch the straights on TV every <laughs> night. Six nights a week. Yeah, six nights a week. Oh, and then talk about <laughs> Well, we have got a lot to talk about today and a lot of it is fun. But unfortunately, we do have to start with a really sad story. And it is, of course, um, the fact that as we came off air last Sunday, well, as Marie came off air last Sunday, the sad news broke that Sarah Harding had died of breast cancer at the age of 39. Just... Everyone seems to have been really shaken by this. Yeah, I mean, we did. We knew that she was sick. Um, she had announced in August 2020 that she had been diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and receiving chemotherapy and that it was a really advanced stage mm. um, and that she had said in March 2021 that she wouldn't see another Christmas. So she was obviously really, really unwell, but still incredibly sad. I mean, 39 years of age and she was such a beacon, like she was such a ball of energy yeah. during her career with Girls Aloud and after mm. and the few kind of acting roles she had as well. She was just so lovely. Um, so yeah, that was really sad news. I had a personal sort of like homage to her and went back and watched her auditions for Popstars The Rivals. If you have, if you hold her in a really high regard in your in your mind, I recommend that you don't do that. Okay. Or for any of them, it really it really changes the game. You're really like, how what? we were we were bet into this program, and these yeah. are the most talented people we'd ever seen. Um, that's not the case now. But there is a great 57 minute video on YouTube of all of their auditions to the last seven yeah. for the Girls Aloud band. I loved that programme. It was really beautiful, I think, to see the individual other members of Girls Aloud kind of post about their sadness and mm. the loss because I think there had been kind of rumours of friction or there was a vibe that there was friction within yeah, the band. I mean, I think more than rumours, three of them came out and they were like, we don't like Cheryl. Well, <laughs> we don't, no, we don't like um, Sarah and we don't like Nadine, Nadine is what yeah. they, the three had said. And the other, I think, yeah, we know that Cheryl, Kimberly and Nicola are really good friends and have stayed in touch. But I mean, these are just I suppose their friendships kind of blossomed after the band as well yeah. you know? so we never know what was going on behind Well I did hear and I, this is literally something I heard so I couldn't tell you that it's a fact so take this with the, the, an enormous pinch of salt but that when the news came out that Sarah was very sick that they actually all went away for a weekend together and kind of buried the hatchet Yeah I would believe it except for maybe Nadine but I would believe the other four <laughs> Anyway, um, the thing that I that happened as a result of Sarah Harding's death, with, which I'm sure she would be very pleased about, is that everyone was sharing how to check yourself yeah. and how important it is that you check yourself. And I gather from what I read, Sarah Harding felt a lump and didn't go to the doctor because yeah. she was scared. That's it. She said she said she was really scared to get a diagnosis and she didn't go quick enough. Yeah. So, yeah. And here's the thing that I would say, having gotten that diagnosis, not breast mm-hmm. cancer, but Hodgkin's lymphoma. It is scary. But even scarier is finding out that you've left it too late and that if you had gone, you could be having a different outcome. Yeah. Like, it's scary, but 
you you get it and you put one foot in front of the other and you do what you have to do and if you're lucky you come out the other side of it but if you don't do anything then the chances of you coming out the other side of it are just decreasing and decreasing and decreasing so please if I could beg you to do anything if you ever feel like something's wrong in your body go to the doctor get it checked out face it because the sooner you face it the sooner you can treat it and hopefully the sooner you can move on with your life Absolutely and, and even it, the online doctors just you can book yeah. one and get an appointment the same day just go chat get a blood test while you're at it yeah. and it will be well yeah. And honestly like chemo is not what it once was you know we kind of unfortunately a lot of the media that we consume around cancer historically has kind of painted this horrendous picture of chemotherapy and look it's not fun but like there are incredible drugs now to deal with a lot of the side effects so it's not anymore necessarily that you're lying on your bathroom floor for three days you know vomiting I did have that experience once when the drugs didn't agree with me which was not great but like most people don't have that experience so like just don't it's it's scary yes but it's also not to be afraid of you know, exactly, you can't yeah. let that and be paralyzing. When you look at someone, so so Stanley Tucci came out this week and he said that he had actually been treated for cancer three years ago, which was okay. It was sad to hear that he went through that. I feel it personally, I was like, I wish I was there for him as a friend. Oh, same, but, yeah. But um, to, to hear him be able to say, Look, I went through it, I went through like a high dose of radiation and chemo, and I was fine, I've come out of it. And yeah. I'm okay now. And he he had a particularly unique situation because he had lost his wife to cancer. Yeah, when she was and, 47. Yeah, and he swore he would never have that kind of treatment because of, you know, what he saw her endure. Um, but he did and he did it and now he's here and that's the thing. But even what you said there, so his wife died in 2009. So even Different the, story. Yeah, even the advancements they've made since then yeah. are um, so worth it. And I mean, so many, so, so many cancers are completely treatable now, yeah. so. 100% just get checked out um, okay now unfortunately we have to stay in the kind of sad sphere because we also learned of the death of Michael K. Williams this week who lots of people will know as Omar from The Wire mm-hmm. what an incredible character and what an incredible performance yeah so he died suddenly there during the week people will know him. if you don't know him from The Wire you'll know him from um, Boardwalk Empire Bessie The Night Of which was a great uh, a great short series and Lovecraft Country um, yeah just such a loss but another you know another great to see again the kind of like uh, tributes people were playing to another great actor during the week yeah there was really beautiful kind of celebration of his life and his acting Mm -hmm. achievements now on the other side of the coin some pregnancies lots of new celeb babies babies. and I'm not one for an emotional Instagram PDA kind of like (laughs) announcement thing I'm like you have you've had reams of TV series you don't need to create little short videos yourself (laughs) but this one got me this one I was like this is cute so Kai Kylie Jenner confirmed that she's expecting her second child with a 90 second clip. So the clip is like the moment she takes, the moment she finds out, going to get a scan, telling Stormy and then uh, giving Chris the the ultrasound pictures. And it is, it's adorable. It's lovely. Yeah, it is. It? It's so lovely. I was like, yeah, you go, Kylie. And I'm glad she's sharing it with us this time. Me too, because then immediately we started to get the pregnancy fashion pictures. And I want those pictures. Yes, I want to see pregnant Kylie Jenner wearing a lace unitard. I want to see Kylie Jenner on a red carpet wearing a bikini with her yeah, bum out. I love all those big balloon we, arches. Yeah, 
we missed all of that the first time around because she so selfishly decided to keep her pregnancy to herself. Yeah. No, I mean, she's perfectly entitled to do that, obviously. But um, I'm just so delighted we're getting the fashion. And of course, Jennifer Lawrence, also pregnant. Yes. So another one, Jennifer Lawrence. I was like, reading the story, I was like, do you remember that time we were all obsessed, obsessed. with Jennifer Lawrence? Like she was the world's sweetheart for a really specific amount of time. <laughs> and it was very intense. And I was like, why was that again? Because it, it couldn't have possibly been the Hunger Games. Like the Hunger Games is great, but like... She was just very charming doing interviews and stuff. Yeah. She was nominated for a couple of different... Silver Linings Playbook. Of course. And then she did that one, Joy, about the the hangers. Yeah. Um, And the mops. JML. And then she was in that other one where... uh, Another one with Bradley Cooper. Yeah, she just had a good run. She had loads of films and loads of awards nominations. So she was doing loads of press and she was gas. Yeah. Anyway, she's pregnant now. First baby (laughs) with her her husband. Never heard of him. Cook. Maroney. He's in the art world. Yeah, so your your producer Adam did point out that he sounds like the best friend in a children's book. But I think he sounds like an X Factor contestant who maybe finished fifth or sixth place. Oh, you're so right. Um, Cook, Mar- Cook, Cook Maroney. Maroney. Yeah. So she's 31, expecting her first child. And she speaks so she speaks so lovely of Cook um, and how she met him. And he's Cook. the greatest human they've ever met. And how they, you know, she wasn't necessarily going into being like, I'm ready to get married. But when she met him was like, oh, I want to marry him, that person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's been quietly working away, being married and getting pregnant. So well done. Her. Congratulations, Jennifer, if you are listening. Cook, by the way, spelled with an E. Uh, C-O-O-K-E. I feel like that's a vital piece of information. Okay, we've got lots more to talk about. There has been a scintillating trailer released for The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City that's got everybody chatting. Lord has released more music, a Britney conservatorship update, and I've got music for from Jungle, excuse me, right after this. Louise McSherry on 2FM. That is Jungle and Truth on 2FM, and we are in our entertainment, popular cultural segment of every week where we learn about the celebs and what they're up to and what's going on in the world of entertainment. Cassie Delaney is with me, founder of Tall Tales Podcast Production. And Cass, we've got lots to talk about. Now, I know you are not a real housewives person, I'm like but I know you are adjacent. proximal to yeah. the housewives. Yeah. yeah. So my partner, Lydia, has watched every single yeah. second of She'd the like real me. housewives. Yeah. 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 And you'd get, Kindred you'd get spirits, on so yeah. well, you know, yeah. like, and I've seen her light up talking about the real housewives to other people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I kind of know who these people are. Yeah. And I know the scandals, but this has me gripped. I saw the preview and was like, okay, how much of this do I have to watch to catch up to where There's we only are? been one There's series. There's only one se- series. So I started watching the reunion episode to just kind of this get is, a feel for who By the way, sorry, is. we've really just gotten right oh, sorry. in. This is The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, um, a new franchise of The Real Housewives, only started last year. And in between season one and season two, one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been arrested and is being... Well, you, you've got she's the info. Been, yeah, okay. So she's been, Jen Shah has been arrested. Full fraud. Just total fraudulent activity has been going on here, which is giving me so much anxiety. I'm like, why would you do that? And then and go put on yourself on yeah. the telly. I don't know. Every, like every week. Um, so Jen Shah has been arrested after she's been accused of running a multi-state telemarketing scheme. Okay. And in the preview... There is like helicopters. She's she's on and she's getting into a limo with the gals and she gets a phone call and she's like, oh, excuse me, I've just had some bad news. I have to go. And then she leaves. And the next thing, helicopters, like state troops, like huge amounts of people. So I was like, how seriously do the Americans take a telemarketing scheme if this is if this is the kind of troops they're rolling out? So I looked a little into it and basically it was some sort of 
uh, ringing people, getting them to invest in things and then selling their details on to, to other things, which is obviously we're like, oh, GDP word, but it's a really big um really big kind of fraudulent con so um yeah her and her the man who was posing as her assistant in the show have been arrested for it and there is a special agent called peter fitzhugh working on it uh, and basically said that their whole lifestyles have been at the expense of the vulnerable often elderly working class people i have a clip of of this what we're discussing so let's have a little listen hi, hi. She's so cute. Meredith is meeting us there. Mary just called. She's meeting us there. Okay. Hi, baby. I just got a phone call and I need to go. Wait, wait. No. Do you have to go? Yeah. What is going on? Why are the police here? Oh my gosh. What? what? Real Housewives star charged in massive fraud money laundering scheme. No. I have the. No. Chills. No, no. Her and Stu were charged for stealing people's money. Fraud. <gasps> it's. I love that. I love that clip. Fraud. The, Fraud. The only thing is that, you know, we are genuinely talking about actual real people who have been taken advantage of. And that, so obviously, while talking about the entertainment value of this, we have to note that, that this, these are real people who mm-hmm. have been affected by this. But she has continued after this to film the rest of the season but of course she has to she has to give it to us she has to give us that like we cannot pull her away she cannot do the normal human thing here and retreat she but must face is, us but the thing is the housewives like a lot of uh, one of the key facets of the housewives is that they are all rich mm-hmm. and they all try and outdo each other in their fancy outfits and their fancy gear and like it always causes people to go where is the money coming from and her husband is a college basketball coach or college basketball recruiter and that's you know you're a good job nothing wrong with that but not she was dripping in like Fendi and Prada you know what I mean it's not that kind of money so at the last reunion where they all sit on a couch and are asked questions Andy asked where is the money coming from and she explained her business but in a very vague way and everybody was kind of like sorry what she said I was like social media management does not a millionaire make (laughs) Like, like absolutely not why would you go on TV and talk about your fraudulent business. There's obviously something, there's something missing, but it is incredibly entertaining. I will to be glued that. to it. Are you going to, are you getting I'm in? I'm going to get in. I'm oh, going to keep in. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go and engage in the other one with the other scandal. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Oh, there's so much going on there. It's a uh, of criminals. It's a, it's a, tr- well, that's because they keep making this mistake. Go on TV, show off how rich they are. People go, how do you get your money? And then they're like, oh, you're stealing it. But see, there must be a point where they start earning money from the show and then they've kind of done it. It's that sort of like yeah. fake it till you make it accidental con artist thing where like they get on lie about being rich to get on and then they get rich from yeah. being on the show. Yeah, I mean, yes. But but they're not making the kind of money that they're pretending to have from the show. Anyway, look, I, you know, I could talk about this all day long yeah. and we have other stories to talk about, but I am so delighted that you're getting involved, Cass. It's always great to have a new member yeah. of the Housewives family. Now, let's talk about Lourdes. I love this. She's released an EP. Yes, a lovely little kind of five-song EP, um, which... It's it's from her new album Solar Power, and they're sung in Maori, which is the obviously the indigenous language of um, people from New Zealand. So uh, they're they're just really pleasant sounding songs. I have a little clip.
so nice. Yeah, you've got her kind of like signature sound in there mixed with a little bit of sort of like early 90s pop yeah. and a little bit of Moana. Um, and yeah. it's just really like it's Disney and it's kind of camp and I love it. Um, love but it. she says that the, I think the inspiration behind it was really, really lovely. She said that um, even though she's not married, she really relates to their principles and that she really values sort of caring and listening to the natural world. So you can get that like serenity when you're listening to it mm. um, and she said there's there's a word that I am not going to try and pronounce on national radio because <laughs> I will butcher it but the word basically is guardianship or caregiving for the sky sea and the land beautiful beautiful set of values going to listen to that float in the sea it's just going to be beautiful I think and I'm sorry to say this but I think People from New Zealand are actually just better than us. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. It's, it's a hard thing to stomach, but I think it is a fact. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they have a female prime minister. Oh, well, don't get me started yeah. on Jacinda. Okay. Um, now, let's chat about Britney Spears because there's been more developments in terms of the conservatorship. And God knows we have to keep up with this story. This has been the biggest pop culture story probably of our time. It's mm. got everything. It's got the crime. It's got Britney. It's got like captivity. It's got millions, um, scandal, affairs, everything. <laughs> but uh, the real headline of the story, I think, which is capturing people's attention is man finally does the right thing after pressure from the entire world. <laughs> so Jamie Spears has come forward and been like, here, yeah, let's end the conservatorship. Trying to put himself forward is like, I have decided after talks with Brittany that you know, this mightn't be the best thing for her. I was like, Jamie, mm. you did not decide that, sir. <laughs> no, you The did world not. decided that on your behalf. Sure, Jamie. And he was to file papers a couple of months ago that I think he was delaying. And I just think he doesn't want to bring the details of the conservatorship to court. I don't think yeah. he wants the financial statements to be revealed. So he's like, ah, we'll just end it. We'll call it a day. Call it quits. He knows he, he knows his number is up. Like Absolutely. And he doesn't want to, he, I think he's only doing this because he doesn't want it to be dug in any deeper. One way or the other, isn't it just the best news? It is great. She can go off now and she can live her own life. She can get married. She can have a little baby if she wants to. She can never perform again if that's what she wants. Yeah. yeah. I think she will. Yeah, I think she'll do it on her own terms. Yeah. I'm waiting for like an incredible comeback tour, maybe Slain, something, you know, a big stadium outdoor tour where we get her greatest hits and yeah. a few new bops. A la Abba, maybe, maybe not, not the avatars as Sarah Griff called them, but um, maybe we'll get like real life Britney on stage. Yeah, someday. I hope so, because I went to see, I think I've said this a few times on the show, so I won't bore you, but I, I saw her in her last tour and it was bleak. She mm. was dead behind the eyes. She did not want to be there. I was like, I'm never going to see her again because it's very clear. It was obvious to me from an audience of thousands from very far away that she was not happy. Yeah. She, so it would be great to go and see her when she wants to be there. Absolutely. I do the same. So it's the only time I've ever paid for a gold circle at a gig and it was Britney Spears' circus tour in wow. the Tree Arena and I could nearly touch her sad little eyes. I was <laughs> that close to her. They were so sad though, so weren't they? So sad. She didn't want to be there. She did not want to be there. Um, now, before I let you go, Angelina Jolie has released a book. Yeah, so... Um, and again, Angelina Jolie has done some great work with the UN and human rights and particularly the rights of the child. So she has um, been working with the UN Human Rights Council and Amnesty International. So she's released a new book that is has a very kind of uninventive un title. It's called Know Your Rights and Claim Them, A Guide for the Youth. Um, and it's basically just about children's rights, ratifying those rights into law and how um, children can 
learn what they're entitled to and learn what they're supposed to have around them, which is, is, is really, really great. The sad thing, I think, with this is once again, all the interviews are marred with what are you talking about? How's your divorce going? Everything else in her personal life. It'd be great to just focus solely in on the work that she is doing, which is very positive and very, very good. I mean, yes. And I respect your principles in that regard. However... I have really enjoyed reading the interviews well, and hearing her talk juicy. about the divorce. My God. They're juicy. Like There's she, a lot going on there. Yeah, she kind of says the book is inspired by her children's experiences and everyone's like, with their rights being denied in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. If there's some... Interesting snippets to pull out. She did an interview with The Guardian, um, which I would recommend if you're interested in this kind of thing. Um, It's worth reading. She had some really interesting things to say about her relationship with her ex-husband. And also, or are they, they're not even finished. The divorce divorce No, they're still technically married. Um, She's bound to silence. She can only nod. It's one of those great interviews that the, the, the journalist really is like, you know, she's there bathing in light and she's got high cheekbones and isn't she wonderful? And she's, as she zooms the youth and the, tomorrow's future it is yeah yeah well I will always be here for the details of the divorce I'm sorry I'm sorry Cassie you're you like the people of New Zealand are just better than I am <laughs> on when I'm on air Louise what's up me later <laughs> Cassie Delaney founder of Tall Tales podcast production thank you so so much anything particularly good coming up in the pods this week Oh, we ha- yes, we have a live creep show on Wednesday, which is always great. So tune into that. That's the Creep Dive, which Cassie presents, presents hosts, hosts, is part of. Uh, with, behind <laughs> with Jen O'Dwyer and Sophie White, where they investigate some of the biggest, weirdest, mm, creepiest strangest stories. stories. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very special thing. If you haven't gotten involved, I actually would highly recommend it. Louise McSherry on 2FM.